Welcome back, everybody. Today we're going to start part two of the first book of Talmud Esosfirot. And this entire part is going to be about light when it comes through lines and circles. And we will, don't worry, we will explain exactly what that means. So first we're going to do an overview of what this part covers, and then we'll get into it. So the first chapter of this part covers the ten sfirot of circular energy, and again we'll explain it, that were revealed after the tzimtzum. And the endless light surrounds them. And all of the light that these ten sfirot of circular energy get, they get through the line. If you remember from the last parts, with after the tzimtzum, how did the vessel get its energy? Through a narrow line, a narrow ray, or a narrow line of energy. So the system that receives this line of energy is called the ten sfirot of igulim, or of circles. Let's get into the Ari. So this ray or line that we've been talking about, imagine a singular narrow pipe. That it's, it spreads out and it's drawn from within the endless light. To the worlds that were created after the contraction, after the tzimtzum. That are in the place where we said there's air and empty space. So that's the Ari. Now we're going to go into Ravashlag. So first, Ravashlag reminds us about the line, The line that we're talking about is the line that came from the endless light into the empty space after the contraction. <clears throat> So why specifically the word pipe? The vessels of the ten sfirot of lines or of straightness, and again we'll get into why line and why circle and what's the difference between them. So these pipes or these ten sfirot of the, of the line are called a pipe. Why are they called a pipe? Because they create boundaries and they, they direct with precision the light that comes through them, the light that is drawn by them. So that it doesn't spread anywhere except for through this specific path of through these vessels. What's this like? Like a pipe of water that directs like a rushing flow exactly where to go. Um, if you think of a shower head, you know, if you take the head off a shower head and you turn on the shower, it'll spray everywhere. Only once you put on the shower head, it's directed. So that directed flow is our best comparison to how the Ten sfirot of line or the, the pipe directs the light. 
ונמשכים ויוצאים ממנו באותה הצורה שבצינור. Another way it's like the pipe is that the way the water comes out of any pipe, it comes out in the same shape as the pipe. So if you turn on the sink, the shape of the flow of the water is a cylinder because the pipe is a cylinder. If it's a narrow pipe, the flow of water will be narrow. If it's a wide pipe, the flow of water will be wide. Same with the light. So these, the, this spiritual pipe that is taking the light from the endless into the worlds that were created in this empty space, the light takes the form of this boundary, of the Sfirot de Yosher, or the Sfirot of line or pipe. And because of this, the lights that go through this pipe are called They're also called the ten sfirot of straightness or of, or of the line. Because they're drawn through the rules of the vessels of the line. So because the light is drawn by the vessels of the line and it goes through these vessels, it follows those rules of being in a direct path. It doesn't spread out. In the higher vessel, the more important or the greater light is dressed. So you have a vessel that comes from a higher place draws a greater light. That's how the vessels of the line work. Now I want to focus on that on that fact and compare it to how it worked before the contraction. If you remember before the contraction, the endless light fulfilled everything. We didn't even see the difference between one vessel or another or one phase or stage of the vessel or another. So they all looked equal. Now, after the contraction, we have differences in level, so now we have this light gets drawn to here, this light gets drawn to here, because there's a difference between, between the vessels. And the light doesn't deviate at all from the shape of the vessels of, the, of straightness because of their power to control and bind it. And this binding power that they have, So whatever is the desire of a higher level becomes law. And I'm not just saying like legislation law, like it becomes like a law of physics on a lower level. What does that mean? So the contraction at the level of the vessels of circle, at the sfirot of, circle, of circular energy, which again we'll explain soon. Originally the tzimtzum was by choice. The vessel decided to say no. So at that level it was choice. But after the Tzimtzum below, in all the worlds that were created inside this empty space, it becomes, they don't have a choice. It becomes like a law of physics. This is how it has to work. 
וכוח זה נקרא בשם מסך. And this power of binding the light into a specific direction is called a מסך, a screen or a curtain. וזה סוד מה שנאמר בתיקונים, הפוך רצון ותשכח צינור, עד כאן לשונו. So now we can understand what Rav Ashlag brings from the tikkunim. The opposite of desire is a pipe. So if you take the, the literal Hebrew word ratzon, has the same exact letters as the Hebrew word for pipe, tzinol. And they're saying that they're opposites of each other. Why? When we're talking about a pipe in the sense that it is the masach, the curtain, which, and you should remember these This terminology, Tzinol and Masach, we're going to be using it a lot. So this pipe is called a screen because it stops the fourth phase, the Prinadalid, from receiving the energy directly from the endless light. It's the complete opposite of the material of the vessel. Because the material of the vessel does what? It draws light. What does the masach do? It stops it from coming. So because the masach stops the light from getting to the vessel, and the vessel draws the light. That's why they use the verse that compares desire to a, and the pipe as opposites. Why opposites? We have desire, that's the vessel, and the pipe is the masach, the screen. So we have the vessel, and then we have the contraction, and now we have this new form called the masach, or the screen, and that blocks the light from getting to the vessel. כלומר, שעניין הצינור הוא הפוך מהרצון, שהרי כופר רצונו ועושה ההפך ממה שרוצה. The screen does the opposite of whatever the vessel wants. The vessel wants light, the screen says no. ולכן תמצא בכל הדרושים והכתבים, that's why you'll find in all of the writings, רבה שלג says, כשאנו רוצים לכנות ולהדגיש עניין הסתלקות האור מבחינה ד', when we want to specify that we're talking about the light leaving the fourth phase, that's the beginning of the, of the tzimtzum, of the contraction. That's when we call it the contraction. But when we, talk, when we want to talk about the contraction from the point of the light not getting to the fourth phase of the vessel, and just to make sure that the difference here is clear, we have... Start from the beginning. We have the light in the vessel. The vessel is completely fulfilled. Everything is beautiful. Then the contraction happens. The light leaves the vessel. That's what we call a contraction. Then the part of the contraction where the line gets all the way up to but not into the fourth phase. The light doesn't get all the way to the fourth phase of the vessel. To Prina Dalid. That's what we call the screen or the Masach. Shukoach ma'akev Because this is the power that stops the light from spreading out. Nebchinadale, to, to make it to the fourth phase. And we're ta- when we talk about the entire vessel, 
דהיינו הכלי והמסך ביחד, the vessel with the, with the screen, מגדירים אותו בשם צינור. So whenever we're talking about the vessel with the screen, we're talking about that, that whole system, that's what we call a pipe. וכשמדברים על אור וכלי והמסך ביחד, and when we talk about the light and the pipe and the screen all together, the whole system, דהיינו באור המלובש במידת הצינור, מגדירים אותו בשם קו. That's what we call a line. So we have the light, the light going to the masach and stopping there, and then the vessel. That whole system is called the line. And now we finally answer our question of what exactly is a vessel of circular energy. It's a vessel without a masach. No screen, nothing stops the light from coming in. So if there's nothing stopping the light from getting to the vessel, we call that the vessels of circular energy. If there is something stopping the light from getting to the vessel, that's already the vessels of the line or straightness. So continuing on in the Ari, we said that there is a singular narrow pipe. So Rav Ashlag focuses on this word singular. So why specifically do we need to know that this is singular? Because this line that we've been talking about is called Adam Kadmon. It's the name of one of the worlds that was created in the empty space. That's all you need to know for now. But in the world of Atsilut, we already have a system where we have three columns. If you've been studying Kabbalah for a little while, you probably know that there's the right column, the left column, and the central column. So, so Rav Ashtar is saying that the Ari said singular here because we haven't yet gotten to where the three-column system exists yet. It hasn't revealed itself yet. So in Adam Kadmon, there isn't this system of the three, of the three columns. There's only the singular line. Why? Because this tikkun, this fixing of the three columns, is only, the, only starts in the world of Atsilut. And this entire three-column system has to do with the concept of the partnership of mercy and judgment. And if you don't exactly know what that means, that's okay. We'll get there later. Here we're dealing with the world of Adam Kadmon, which literally translates to primordial man, but that's just the name of the world. It doesn't mean literally primordial man. So this partnership was not yet made between mercy and judgment. In fact, the the separation hasn't been made yet. So we only have the singular line. And bringing the light to the vessel of the emanated thing, that's what we call the light spreading out. So anytime we have the light going to the vessel, that's what we call spreading out. And we've already explained 
שכלי הקבלה שבנאצל הזה מכונה בשם צינור. This vessel within the emanated thing after the contraction, meaning we have already the screen that stops the light from coming, that vessel is called a pipe. So one more thing from Rav Ashlag. יש ערך ידוע להבחין במדרגות של לידת פרצוף. There is a known way on how to talk about the steps of the birth of a system. By system we mean spiritual system. ששם מכונות ארבע הבחינות שברצון בשמות אור, מים, רקיע, מהברכות ומהשערים. So over there they're called, when we're talking about the birth of a system, the different steps are called like this. All light, mine, water, rakia, literally translates to firmament, but if you don't know what the word firmament means, because I didn't when I first learned this, the heavens or the sky, mea brachot, 100 blessings, mea sharim, 100 gates. Those are the stages. And this is because of the changing of lights that are not in their proper place. Because of this exchange, this constant exchange, the light takes on the form of water. What exactly does does that mean? The root of all this is done through the bringing of the line of light after the contraction, after the tzimtzum. The light that, is, that spreads out through this concept of the line is defined with respect to the upper light, meaning this, this light of the line in comparison to the endless is defined as water. That's why specifically it's when we say from within the endless light, that same word mime can also mean from within the waters. Why why waters if we've been talking about this light about light the whole time? Because the form that the light takes through in this line is defined as water. That's our that's our term for it. So because the light has taken on a lower form than it had in the endless, it's bought for itself a new name called water. Why specifically water? Like we said, the water takes the shape of the pipe that directs it. So this light of the line is the same way. The light takes the shape of the vessels that are directing it. So now we're going back to the Ari. When the endless light is drawn through this in this concept of the straight line into the empty space, it's not immediately drawn all the way down. It went slowly. And again, when we say, when we're talking about time and spiritual things, we're not talking about 
physical time, we're talking about multiple changes in form, one after another. So when we say slowly, that means that there are multiple steps in this spreading of the light from the endless through all the worlds. Ratzoni lomar, is my desire to say, the Ari is talking, ki bitchila hitchil kava orlit pashet, in the beginning, the line began to spread out. And as the line starts to come out from the endless, around it is immediately created something like a wheel, this circle around it. Let's go back to Ravashlag. Ora mit pashet bechukim shedala de prinot bandregam, dainu. So, right before we get to the line, the light is following the rules of the four phases, meaning we go from the most like the light to the most materialized. With the words, when it says, when we say that it spreads, when we say that the light spreads out, that it doesn't spread out immediately all the way, you shouldn't make a mistake. Don't think about it, Rav Ashlag is reminding us, like actual time. Spirituality is above time. Even though we're after the contraction, we're still above this level of physical time. If it has, to say that it would happen immediately or that it's not happening immediately is to say that it's happening with or without changes in form and changes in level. The reason we say slowly is because of this generation of levels. We have level after level and they're built one after another. From the endless, from what we talked about before, from the endless of the contraction that we said it happened immediately, there was no steps in between the endless light and having the contraction. It happened like this. It was one after another. One form, then the next. We're not talking about physical time. We're just saying there was no forms in between the endless light and then the contraction. After the contraction, from once we have the, the line of light, then we have this level, then that level, then that level, and we'll go through their names and how they work each in its time. And what order are we going by? We're going by the order of the four phases of building the vessel, and we're going to build each world one after another. So this root of this idea of what we have this new name called the line, remember the line didn't exist before the contraction, so this is this new idea called the line. Since it's something new that's been emanated, so the root of this idea called the line, since it's a new idea, is called Keter. If you remember the ten Sfirot, Keter is the first Sfirah of the line. Keter Shalakav. As a general rule, the root of any one system 
is called Ketil. So the beginning of any one spiritual system is called Ketil. From this from this level of Keter of the line, the endless spreads to the line. Onto these four phases that we've talked about. The first phase is Chokhmah. So now we have Keter of the Kav is the very beginning, is Keter. Then the first phase is Chokhmah. The second phase is Bina. Zeranpin, and the third phase is called Zeranpin. Zeranpin is Chesed until Yesod. Daled Malchut. And the fourth phase is called Malchut. So this is what we mean, this is what we mean when we say it happened slowly. First we had Ketel. And then phase one. And then phase two. And then phase four, which is Malchut. And again, for the next world. Phase Ketel, that's the beginning of the system. It's not even a full phase. Then phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. That's how things happen after the contraction. So what's this circle that we said appeared around the line as the line started to spread from the endless? Perusha mila igul, the definition of the word circle. Ayem bilo chashuvot zem, v'en mechelik alef peregalef otikav. Uviot or hakav mitlabesh beigol nikra galgal. So the circle we've already explained is a vessel without a masach, without a screen, and when we have the circle going around the line, or what, we, what we're going to call from now on the line being dressed in the circle. That's what we call galgal, which literally translates to wheel, but that's just the term for it. We have a line with a circle around it. You can imagine one of those old cartwheels. You have the spoke in the middle, that's, and then you have the lines that are connected to the middle circle, and then the circle around it. Then you have an axle that makes it turn. So the line with the circle around it, that's called a wheel, and that's what we call when we have the line, the line of light dressed in the circle. Now we're back to the Ari. This circle, is not uh, attached to the endless light, which surrounds it on all sides. Because if it attaches, if it attaches to it, it'll immediately go back to what it was before the contraction. And it would it would become cancelled out within the endless light. And you wouldn't see its power at all because within the endless, everything is fulfilled. There is no difference. You can't see the difference between anything. Nothing is revealed as its own entity. And everything will be just the endless by itself, like before. So this first circle that we're talking about is next to the endless light that surrounds it, but it's not davuk, which literally means stuck to or attached to. Now, 
this whole, the main idea of the tying of of the tie between these this first circle and the endless it's not through the walls of the circle it's through the line that's how they're connected through the line, that's how light gets from the endless to the circle. Okay. All of the light that we have in the circles is only what they get from the line. Because the shining of this light is the concept of a new type of shining. What does that mean? We only have three phases. Why do we only have three phases? Because after the contraction, the light doesn't make it to the fourth phase anymore. So we only have three phases that are receiving light. That's why it's different. The, the light that's in the circle is different from the light of the endless that's around the circle. That's why the Ari said that it's not attached to. Because the form of the light of the circle, even, even in the Keter of all of the circles, the the root of all the circ- of all the circular levels. So that light is not even that light is not the same as it's not the same in form as the endless. So because, like we said, what do we mean when two things are attached or in unity? That means that their form is the same in spirituality. So since the form here is the form of the light is different from the endless, that's why we're saying that the circle is not attached to the endless. And that cause explains the effect. Meaning, what's the cause? The light is different. The effect is that it's not attached. If the light would go to all four phases, the light, the, the light of the line would go to all four phases of the circle, like it did by the endless, then their forms would be the same. And since the form would be the same as the endless, you would just call it the endless, and it wouldn't have its own name. The light that goes from the endless to the emanated is called direct light. And this light ties itself to the emanated thing. How does it tie itself to the emanated thing? Through what we call the, through dressing itself in what we call Ol Chozer, or returning light. What is, what's it returning from? The light comes down from the endless through the line, 
hits the masach, hits the screen, and goes back. That's called Ol Chozel. That moment of the light hitting the screen is called Zivug or the partnership of the hitting. That's how it literally translates, but our term, our terminology for it is Zivug which we'll explain further later on. It's called being tied together. This returning light, that goes up from the masach of the fourth phase, from the screen of the fourth phase, goes from the line of the light, hits hits the masach, then we have returning light, and that's what holds this circle together that is created that we're talking about. Wherever the Ochozel, the returning light, doesn't, doesn't dress the upper light, that light to the emanated one, so wherever wherever the light is not dressed by the returning light, isn't so we have direct light, and we have this dressing for it called returning light. Why does this help us? Because wherever there is no returning light, the emanated thing has no way to grasp that light without the returning light. And we'll explain more later, Rav Ashlag is saying. And Rav Ashlag is about to give an example, but he says, even, with, even before he starts the example, there's a difference between the physical example we're about to give and how it works spiritually, but this is the best way we can understand it. So if you have a candle, a candle with a wick and the flame is the flame is lit, even though we know that the way it shines is because it's sucking the melted wax through the wick, or Ravashak uses the the example of fat that used to make candles out of fat. The fire doesn't actually touch the candle. It's attached through the wick. And whenever the wick runs out, that's when the fire runs out. You ever see, uh, if, you, if you light like a memorial candle or a tea light candle, sometimes it doesn't burn all the way. What happened there? The wick was burning faster than the wax was melting. So the wick went below the level of the melted wax, and then the fire went out. Because without this wick, without the fire touching the wick, and that, that leads it to the wax, then the fire wouldn't be able to survive. Even if there's a lot of fuel left, if there's no way for the fire to take it in in a moderated way, then the fire will go out. The same example applies to why we need the returning light. We have the direct light, but because of, because of how things work after the contraction, because of the masach, the screen, 
we can't access that light without Ol without the returning light. And we'll explain what returning light is next time. Have a great week. Music